Hello, you beautiful, beautiful people. Welcome to episode 7 of the XTR Gamecast. I am your host, Ollie, and I'm joined by the wonderful, the delightful... Are you? I hate when you just pause like that. <laughs> Why? I don't know when to come in. I'm yes, George. You... Hello. Wow. The other, I'm the other host. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Are you doing well? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Have you okay. been playing video games? That I have been. I have, yes, I have been. Cool. So this is the XTR Gamecast, a show where we talk about games we've been playing this week. We also talk about some gaming news, stuff that's interesting to us, and uh, follow up on questions maybe in the future, but we haven't got to that stage yet. Uh, we are on your favorite podcast platforms. We are also on Patreon. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit if you want to support us. And yeah, so George, what games have you been playing this week? Uh, so I've been hopped on. I have hopped on to two new games I've not played before. One mm. of them we did talk about last week, which is uh, Splitgate, ah. which is amazing. And yeah, like, so we'll so, talk about it more, I guess, in a in bit. A but yeah, it's it's so good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, in fact, actually, just literally before we hopped on to record this, I made my first uh, Splitgate video live on YouTube. So. If nice. you uh, haven't seen that, go and go and check out my channel for some Splitgate footage. How many hours do you reckon you've put into Splitgate so far? Not a huge amount. I've probably done like six or seven matches. Um, oh, okay. I, I only started yesterday, so I didn't um, haven't like plowed loads of hours into it. Mm. But uh, I, I felt like I got off to a really good start. Like I was getting like ten kill kill streaks and stuff, and I was I was utilizing the portals quite well, which I didn't think I would be able to when I. When yeah. I thought about the game, I was like, oh, that sounds so confusing. How am I going to focus <laughs> on, like, shooting and avoiding enemies and where I'm going to put the portals? But yeah, actually, last week, like, it's all right. Last week, you were saying, there's no way I'm going to be able to do both, but sounds <laughs> like you did. Well, I, you find your own style. Like, I wasn't, like, jumping around the map, shooting portals off left, right, and center, and, like, diving through them really quickly. I was being a bit sneaky with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could take it a bit of a slower pace and think about strategically where I wanted to place them. Yeah, um, I should say by the way that Splitgate, if you don't know, we did talk about it last week, like George said, but it's a Halo arena shooter with portals. Yes, that you can go through and make the enemy can go through and make. Uh, you can see through your own portal, but you can't see through enemy portals or your ally ones. Or your ally ones, yeah. But you can shoot through them. So it's really it's a fast paced Halo with portals. Is exactly like imagine that. It is exactly that. Yeah. I literally, I jumped through a ally portal because I had like a uh, achievement thing where I had to jump through a certain amount of ally portals. And mm-hmm. I literally landed into a nest of about three or four enemy people. Oh, you love it. I actually <laughs> I actually got out of that alive. I don't know how. <laughs> Just go back through the portal. It's, it's not one way. No, I killed them all. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> Somehow. Nice. Um, but yeah, that was, that was quite fun. But yeah, it, it's, so, it's so interesting. Like because of the mechanic where you can't see through enemy portals... I had a really cool moment where there was like these two cubes. So you can only put portals on certain surfaces. And so these these two cubes made of this surface um, in this one room. And I hid behind one cube with a, with a portal in front of me. And then on the same face of the cube on the other side, I had another portal. And people were like, run, knew where I was. And they're running towards me to try and get behind the cube and shoot me. But they're running in front of my other portal and I was just shooting them. As they mm. came through, and they had no like, how is he shooting us? Is that on the uh, aquarium map? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I can I know exactly like just based on what you said, I've done the, like a fairly similar thing. Uh, do you like the aquarium map? 
Yeah, I quite liked it. I, I liked it to begin with, but I've gone off it. There are some really good maps. Uh, have you got a favourite yet? No, I've not played enough to get a favourite. I was I was okay. just quite happy playing any map that came up. I don't. Yeah. I'm not a massive fan of the really open maps. Um, the one there's one like, called Oasis that's really open. Yeah, that's the one. I'm not a huge fan of that one. I prefer the ones where you can be a bit sneaky, sneaky. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, if they were going to be like hugely open, then they could make it a bit more Halo-esque and maybe put vehicles in. But I'd have no idea how that would work if they'd ever do that. Can you imagine but, if you if they brought in vehicles and then you use a vehicle portal gun yeah and it's like massive <laughs> that, would, that would be cool i um my favorite map is the olympus map i think it's called and it's like high up in the sky looks like some comic book uh very vibrant olympics kind of arena and it's very um there's a lot of verticality to the map there's like five levels yeah but it's all outdoors that's my favorite map i and like then... finding the little spots where you have to like i think it's in oasis um or something very like that no it's not oasis but it's a it's a it's a very similar map we got like two towers facing each other um and the towers have like a little like ledge you can get onto right on the top but the only way to get to it is to put a portal right on that really really high point on this wall and then one like down in this pit and then you have to jump into the pit mm-hmm. fall through get some momentum fall through the portal at the bottom and then get launched out of the wall where you put the high up one and you yeah. can if you time it right with a bit of jetpack you can get onto the really high up point um, yeah. and if you've got a sniper or something it's a really good vantage point did you play some of the game modes because there are some really fun game modes in that i played a few game. uh not loads i played i think i played vip uh one that popped up and there's a couple of tweaked death matches so like ones that was like snipers only ones where headshots were insta kills and uh, mm. things like that, that I, the insta kill headshot the, one was really good yeah i like the sniper one and there's a couple that i i think were limited time modes that i played uh, the other day which are team fiesta which every time you respawn you get a new gun and every like is completely random so one time you might spawn with a rocket launcher the next time you might spawn with a pistol so that's kind of fun and the other one is gun game. So there's like a free-for-all gun game, kind of like Black Ops, where you every time you kill someone, you advance to the next weapon, and there's 22 weapons for you to advance through. So it's the first person to get to 22 kills, go from like the assault rifle to a shotgun to a sniper to a laser gun to a rocket launcher to a pistol, and then like the last one is uh, you have to punch someone, which is always fun. Uh, <laughs> so I... I'm still really enjoying that game, but it's definitely getting more and more difficult every time I play it. I think they're starting to put me with people that also are playing the game a lot. Like, yeah, I, I found I... it was just, it was starting to get harder the more I played. Like the first mm. few rounds, I was like, "Oh, actually, this isn't anywhere near as bad as I thought it was." I yeah, got this the, is fine. Yeah, I got the feel of the mechanics quite well. I was getting kills left, right, and center. <laughs> uh, my KD rate was really good. Uh, but yeah, the, do you reckon towards... there's bots? I don't know if there is, but I don't know. I'd have to look into that. But it's I felt it suspicious that there was, but like because I was like, I'm not that good at shooters. This seems <laughs> weird. But yeah, it did seem to start to get harder towards um, the end of my like recording yesterday. Mm-hmm. So maybe 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 it is uh, increasing the difficulty. But um, I, I felt like I do, I was doing really well. I still enjoy the challenge though. Like even if it is challenging, like and there was this one. Uh, game mode I played which I didn't like which is called um, Giblib or something I can't actually remember what it's called I don't think I've done that one but it's 
You know the laser weapon where you it basically it charges up very much like Halo. It goes oh, like zzz. like a railgun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it goes. I've not actually used it, but I remember like being killed by it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so this is game mode where everyone has that weapon all of the time, oh. but there's no like spin up, so it just goes and it's like instant. <laughs> And it is so hard in that game mode because people are so accurate and because there's no reload, there's no wind up. Literally, people look at you, aim at you, and you're dead. And there's yeah. no like... Uh, in Halo, there's like a red laser you can see when someone's aiming at you. There's no red laser in this game. So you literally <laughs> would just be walking down a corridor and dead. I have no <laughs> idea where that came from. <laughs> but that's a really hard game mode. I, I really struggle with that one. Yeah, I think I'd quite enjoy that. It sounds fun. Mm. Um... So yeah, we've both been playing a bit of Splitgate. Um, in fact, I've, I think I've got a little bit of uh, Splitgate news um, to talk about later on. Nice. Um, the other game I've been playing, um, I need to get the the name right of it because uh, <laughs> it's quite long. It says, and there's a few similar, uh, Epic Fantasy Battle Simulator. Yes. E- EFBS, um, which is a really awesome game. So there, there's been quite a few games like it. Uh, it's essentially the kind of game where you place units down on a large scale environment map very um, sandbox like very, there's no yeah, objective very sandbox it's not like a video game where there's challenges maybe there will yeah, when the game there's no campaign it's, it's entirely simulation uh, and yeah you place units down it could be swordsmen archers orcs ogres um, demon lords tr- trees that walk around um, and you can create teams i think there's like eight different teams you can create who will fight any other team um and i capped out on my experiments at about five hundred thousand units which was <laughs> insane i was running like eight fps but it did it and my computer didn't die yeah, um, yeah that's pretty which, impressive isn't it? which is pretty impressive i think you experimented in one of your videos about to up to two hundred thousand. yeah and you were able to I've... keep it about 30 ish fps yeah so it's a crazy game like i don't I like like you say there's been similar games in the past but nothing but to this scale but I can't remember whether they were to the scale or not like part of me thinks maybe they were but I just forgotten about them because they were quite a few years ago now but yeah I kind of got to a point where I tried 250 on one side 250 on the other side and then it was like 14 fps and I thought okay I can't make a video like this so <laughs> I so I like brought it back to like a hundred thousand on each side and that i'm, I'm gonna do a time lapse of mine <laughs> yeah that sounds cool um, well one yeah, interesting I'll... thing about this game is you can control any character yeah you can j- just hop in and possess any uni you want i think there are other ones you can do that i mean like tabs you can do that i think mm-hmm. can't you um yeah. so it's 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 kind of like a, a more realistic version of tabs on a larger scale yeah um if, if you don't know what tabs is, it's totally accurate battle simulator which is a really derpy cartoony version yeah, um, this is very it reminds me from the screenshots and playing it just visually of total war like the total war games yeah where yeah you have like a big plane of nothing and you kind of line up your units and there's not very much control though once you hit the start simulation button it's kind just, of like they just do what they want yeah it's kind of like now i sit and i watch or i possess one of the people but it's yeah. kind of fun i think because at the moment it's in beta and it's not officially releasing till the end of the month so there's not as many units to use or up maps. until it's released or maps yeah so uh, i'm excited to see like what other things they add to it because at the moment i was just kind of doing 
swordsmen versus orcs and then trees versus you know I, like I, there wasn't much variation there i did do a video recording yesterday of uh, <laughs> i think it was like uh like forty three thousand archers versus no it was like ten thousand archers versus fifty thousand orcs or something and <laughs> so like that was really interesting I did. Uh, I did one where it's just archers versus archers, and I did like orc archers versus humans. But I, I can't remember the numbers I did. But I like I did a big amount, and mm -hmm. I just wanted to see if you you know in uh, the film three hundred, I said we'll fight in the shade, and mm -hmm. the, uh, the all the arrows come over. I wanted to try and simulate that, and um, you I kind of I kind of stood underneath it and went, "Wow, there is a lot of arrows." Right yeah, there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did the same thing, but I did notice. I don't know if you noticed that the non-orc archers just the human archers i'll call them have a longer range so they won every time yeah yeah they always won so that was interesting yeah, anything well, else you, been playing no just so just those two really oh cool so i did both of those games and i also got two others to talk about george two one others. of them you've been on your yeah, roll this week yeah one of them i played today that i'm like <laughs> We'll get to it. But one of them is, uh, of course, Planet Coaster. I've been uh, fiddling around with some P Planet Coaster experiments. I had a bit of a brainwave that went into some interesting places. Uh, I did a video on that. It's uh, basically... Oh, is this what like, you were talking about in the Discord, where you went into a dark place in the no, game? No, no. That, that's coming up in a minute. Okay. <laughs> um, Planet Coaster experiment. Basically, if you want to find it on my channel, it's going to be like a mini series where it's me trying to make and gamify creating the most exciting log flume by like cheating the system a little bit because if you don't know planet coaster rates rides by averages of excitement based on the whole ride and it's like a little thing the score that goes up and down as the ride goes on and then the average at the end gives you your score at the end so i've kind of found like these little hacks not hacks but like nuances to planet coaster where it the excitement goes up really high for no real reason like it doesn't make much real world sense so it's an experiment where i'm basically doing that over and over and over again to see if i can get the most exciting log flume so that's kind of fun but it went into some interesting places and the last thing which i am not proud of george oh dear. That, that is <laughs> i have to talk about is a game called theme park tycoon 2 oh which good lord really which oh you know about this no it, it just sounds horrendous well it's about to get worse because <laughs> if you don't know it's not actually a game it's something it's a server someone made in roblox oh you played roblox <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> yeah <laughs> how old are you <laughs> <laughs> when how how have you ever played roblox George? no i have not okay well Okay, interesting couple of things. Number one, that game uh, was surprisingly good. Like, it, it wasn't amazing, and it was kind of what Roblox is, which, if you don't know, is you can build your own game in Roblox. That's kind of the thing. And you can gate things with money, and then people have to buy Rob Robux to do stuff in your server. So you could make a server of a water park. I checked out a water park. <laughs> um, and, you know, people can just randomly turn up to your server and go on the rides and 
if you wanted, I don't think anyone has done this, but if you wanted, you can pay to go on those individual rides with Robux, if that makes sense. Uh, a Robux, like an actual like thing you can buy with re- real, yeah, it's real like money? Real money, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, that's bad. But it's clever because... <laughs> it's clever because... Um, it means there's a lot of creativity in the community of like building experiences. There's things from like this theme park building game, which is fairly solid for a free to access game, um, to zombie apocalypse game, to pet management game, to restaurant management game. And it's all kind of built within the system, if you like. So it's kind of like Battlefield Portal in a kind of way. So you kind of build your own experience and then people turn up and you just have the opportunity to make money from it, which means you have a lot of creativity and people really try and make experiences where you spend money. Anyway, so I tried this particular server called Theme Park Tycoon 2. And the reason I tried it, by the way, is because it is the most watched video game from my subscribers, apparently. Okay. So I was like, okay, I'll check it out. What is it? And then, yeah, it turned out it was Roblox. I was like, all right, I'm going to make a video checking out what all my subscribers apparently are watching. Um, But yeah, it's kind of like a Planet Coaster-like, but it's more closer to Rollercoaster Tycoon 2. Okay, which which is a great game. Yeah, which is a pretty good game. Uh, It's, But uh, also you can walk around your own park. So you're walking around your own park managing it. It's kind of weird. And you can kind of zoom out into first-person view and third-person view and, like, go on the rides and stuff. So that's kind of interesting and quite cool. But anyway, so I set out. I did the little tutorial. Uh, there's a tutorial in this server, which is kind of neat. Learned how to place a ride. Learned how to place a path. Uh, shops and stuff. So very, like, Planet Coaster vibes. And then I was like, I'm building a roller coaster. <laughs> of so, course. So I, so I started building this roller coaster, George. And I'm not lying. I ran out of money in the game. Oh, God. Did you go and too big? O- and then the only way... Yeah, I got to the top of the height limit. And then I was like, oh, I ran out of money. Turns out by, uh, building roller coasters is kind of expensive in this game. So I built a roller coaster, ran out of money. And the only way you can get money in this game is to, is buy to spend... It. Real money. Oh, God. How much did you spend? Or wait for guests like in Planet Coaster, like you would in Planet Coaster. Like, you know, you'd sometimes hit fast forward and let money come in. You can kind of do that apart from there's no fast forward. So you literally just have to leave it. Or you can spend money, the Robux, to get it. So, So, obviously. Yeah, so how much did you spend? (laughs) So I spent nine pounds. Oh, no. (laughs) To get some Robux. To get some Robux, and there's other things you can unlock in this as well. So it was just like a dark place because I'd like started a park, and then I was like, "Oh no, the only way I can finish this roller coaster is just to spend money." <laughs> and then I found out that you can increase the height limit by spending more money. Oh no! <laughs> and I didn't do that, by the way. And then <laughs> um, that was oh, it was it's just a weird thing. Anyway, so I ended up finish. There's a video going up. Oh, you may already have already seen it, actually, by the time this podcast goes up. But, um, yeah, so I finished the roller coaster. Um, I r- rode? rode the roller coaster. Yeah. And it was, it was okay. It wasn't as smooth as Planet Coaster or anything. It's not amazing graphics. But the other, there's a couple of cool things. Number one is 
whenever you set up a server, there's other parks adjacent to yours. Oh, so you can see the other parks. So you can see the other parks, and you can also like just walk down the road and go in their park if you want, which is kind of cool. Okay. Um, but you can also invite builders into your park, so you could have like a team of people building out a park. Nice. That sounds quite cool, actually. Yeah. So like, and I can't stress this enough. It's not as polished as Planet Coaster, <laughs> but it's really novel to me that it, it's yeah, free. like it has its charms. Yeah, it kind of has a charm. And also, it's free to access. So, like, I wouldn't have had to really buy... You know, I didn't have to spend money on this game. No, Which is did. why I think this game is quite successful with young people, because the barrier to entry is so low. Because you, you load up... I don't know if you know, George, but you load up a web page of loaded... And you can basically search the most popular Roblox servers. And you just... Hover over it, hit play, and it boots up the launcher, and you're in. So it's kind of um, you can kind of see how why this is one of the most popular things amongst young people. It's kind of insane. It's still like a browser game. No, it launches up a, a game. Like you have to physically install something like the Roblox, I don't know, engine if you like. But there's a web browser server thing, so you can find stuff. But the amount of like random stuff like there's deathful towers mega slides um there's a prison break there's just so many created experiences and it's just clever because obviously because there's money to be made people are really investing time into creating stuff so i'm sure you could set up a company churning out these roblox experiences that are really appealing to young children and just make a load of money. So I'm here to announce I'm launching a Roblox server. And <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's pretty cool. Anyway, so I tried that. I'm kind of glad I checked out Roblox because it was kind of this massive thing in the distance that I was like hearing about all the time. But now I know what it is. I feel better about myself. Yeah, you, you feel fulfilled. Yeah, I've been there. I've tried it. I also tried this water park. Someone just made... A water park and you literally just walk around and go on the water slides and stuff and that's literally the experience that's pretty cool though yeah did you i mean to, did you have to pay to try out those rides no 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 no. it that one was free as far as i could tell <laughs> checked his bank later <laughs> <laughs> yeah. zero yeah. but also it's kind of annoying because it's not like increase money by exact amount you have to buy more coins than you need Oh yeah, to that's do the quite thing. that's quite common though. Yeah, and it, it shouldn't be common, but yeah, it's uh, that's a thing. So, but that that's that's what I did today. It was just a dark place going in Roblox, <laughs> but it was okay. It wasn't too bad. But I I don't know what people's reaction was when I uploaded the video. But I swear to God, George, if it's one out of ten on the most recent ranking videos you're becoming um, a roblox channel <laughs> uh, no, i'm crying oh to be fair it's kind of fun fight like discovering all these new experiences so i might check it out a bit more but like yeah it's not polished and it's not where i want to do most of my gaming but, <laughs> fair enough but not to say yeah. you wouldn't do a, a little bit more yeah yeah it's I, not I, that I can bad. see it now five years from now ollie's a, a roblox and minecraft only channel <laughs> with his own servers yes <laughs> and i'm with him <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah pretty cool pretty cool 
So have you? Is that it? That you haven't played much else? Um, I mean, I've definitely played a lot of Splitgate. I think I'm at six hours now. Nice. Uh, I played the Epic Fantasy Battle Simulator and yep. this. So that's pretty much it. Nice. So should we should we head on to the news? Yes. Uh, well, I just want to talk about. Um, I haven't played a. This isn't a game I've played, but it's a movie I've watched, which is heavily related to gaming. Uh, which is called Free Guy, which I'm sure... I don't want to hear it. I like, We have, have you... to talk about it next week. Oh. Uh, I'm going to see it soon, so I, we, can't, we can't talk about this. Oh, I want to talk about it. Okay, all, all I'll say is it is really good. And yeah? if you okay. haven't seen it, I would recommend yeah. it. It's, I'm not going to ruin any of the story. It, all I'll say is it's got a really good m- mix of humour and it gets a lot of the video game aspects pretty spot on. Um I don't know how much money they spent to get the rights to some of the things they featured. Yeah, uh, like there's th- certain elements from like Halo that pop up every now and then. Oh, Fortnite so pops up. Uh, Disney things pop up, like some Star Wars stuff pops up. Yeah, uh, how they managed to get all the rights to be able to use all this stuff, I have no idea. Mm. But I'm so glad they did because it every now and then you just like, oh, that's hilarious, that's really funny, and it it just works really well. Um, mm. And it's got and it's got a good like message behind it as well, which is always nice. Cute. So yeah, I I I'd love to talk about it more, but obviously Ollie hasn't seen it, so I will try and get to see it asap. This is this is like what you wanted to talk about Loki and Black Widow, and <laughs> yeah, uh, not been able to. By the way, if you want to hear us talk about that stuff, it's on the Ramblecast, which is exclusive to Patreon members, which we'll talk about now, George. Oh, uh, you always put it to me to do the ad. You're good at it. I, <laughs> Am I? <laughs> I? Yeah, I feel like I want to join when you talk about it. Fine. Well, okay. So, Patreon members, we will see you in a minute. You don't have to listen to this ad. Uh, but anyone listening to this free, this is your penalty for getting it for free, essentially. So, <laughs> <laughs> you deserve this. You deserve this. Uh, so, guys, we need to keep the lights on somehow. So, to do that, we have a Patreon where you guys can go and join. But obviously, we're going to give you some benefits to do that. We're not expecting you just to pay us for nothing. So you will get, obviously, to avoid these adverts. We completely cut them out, and you can just listen to the podcast completely uninterrupted. Um, You will also get an entire separate podcast included with any of the levels of subscription. So it's called the Ramblecast, and that is for Patreon members only. You can listen to the Gamecast and the Techcast completely free of charge, for the entirety of us doing this for years to come but if you really want to help us out check out patreon which is xtrcast on patreon and just donate a few pound a month really helps us out a little goes a long way from you know multiple people and it it just it keeps the lights on you know we don't have to feel guilty if we want to go to starbucks (laughs) but i never feel guilty for going to starbucks fyi yeah fair enough it's it's good <laughs> uh but yeah no there are loads and loads of benefits go check it out xtr cast on patreon see what benefits uh that you might be interested in getting um but yeah the even the lowest level will give you the ramble cast and will give you ad free content for the tech and game cast yeah. so yeah um, and you get the fuzzy warm feeling that you're supporting something you love yeah um so. exactly but if you don't want to do that there is another huge way you can do uh, help us out without actually spending a dime just give us a review Leave uh leave some comments from like reviewing us. Give us a five, five stars. Star. Give us a five star if you think we deserve five star. We're we not deserve five star. Well, we think we do, uh, but ho- hopefully you guys think we do too. So uh, if you do that for us, that is like a massive step. If you can't 
go and join the Patreon. Um, and yeah, that's I think that's it for the ad. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, so um, welcome back, yeah. Patreon members. Yeah, we really appreciate Patreon members. We love you very much. Yes. Um, these freeloaders, gosh, gosh darn freeloaders. <laughs> I'm joking. I like you guys as well. But the people I love the most are the people that leave us five-star review. Yes. Right. On to the news. Uh, all right. So, George, I've got some news. You've got some news. Uh, shall we take it in turns? Or? Yeah, I, I've got one that I actually meant to talk about last week, but um, didn't get around to doing. Um, it was okay. an article that I found a bit interesting, and it was basically the Telegraph. That, um, if you're not aware, the Telegraph in the UK is a, it's a news outlet. It's mostly a newspaper, but obviously they do what online stuff too. And they were criticised heavily because especially with the, everything that's going on in the world at the moment, they compared gaming and screens, the use of screens, as the next pandemic. Um, and everyone just kind of jumped on them and were like, whoa, you can't just compare that, like something like that, to what's going on with coronavirus, which is actually killing people and, you know, ruining lives left, right and centre. Um, I think is... video games saves lives. In some ways, sh- yeah. I'm sure there's people out there that find gaming, like, actually therapeutic and like yeah. relaxing it's, it's an escape it can relieve tension and anxiety and stress i hate stuff like this george yeah so it, it puts a really bad light on what can be a really positive experience um there are some things i agree I agreed with with the article but not not just hear me out hear me out it depends on the age this is aimed at so i don't agree <laughs> with screens being put in front of kids out of a very young age because it's, it because it shuts them up. So I've seen it so many times when I've been out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love think, this. Think, this is think the most back. controversial thing I've ever heard. Think, think back to when you've ever been sat in a restaurant and you've looked over at like another table and there's a kid there with an mm. iPad or a phone and they're just I appreciate com- the parents absorbed. because they're doing their job and keeping their children quiet. Yeah, but it, it just Next. it's getting them hooked way too young, I think. Yeah. Like, we as a generation me, okay me just you. to play devil's advocate what if the parent is monitoring what they're doing yeah it's not about whether they're being monitored it's not about what they're doing on there because they've probably just got like an episode of pepper big pepper pig playing <laughs> or something but it's well, what's wrong with that it's the fact that they then get hooked onto screens and the only way that you can control them or keep them quiet is to shove a screen in their face that i don't agree with <laughs> i can't wait I don't have kids, but I can't wait until you have kids because <laughs> I'm sure as soon as the opportunity I, comes I completely to sh- so use the screen. To go with the other foot, I do completely appreciate that raising a child <laughs> is very, very difficult <laughs> and keeping oh, them entertained. You can't look after a cactus, George. What are you doing here? <laughs> I have a nephew I look after. <laughs> but yeah, we, I, I just think it does have a point. There should be an age at which screens then become introduced. I don't think they should be something that very young children are being given just to kind of keep them quiet um it should be something that's introduced in schools and then Do you think forward. that um these same kids are not also allowed to watch television television's a little bit different it's not portable you you know it's linked what? to one place okay well what is that what is the difference though it's the fact because... it's portable and it's accessible anywhere and they're like i want to go on that now like i don't care where i am what i'm doing i want that ipad i want that iphone right here right now and i'm going to scream and cry until i get it yeah, but surely there's a good learning experience here for the child to learn that you can't have what you want all the time. As long as it can be controlled, as long as the parent has enough will to say no, 
you either need to do this first or whatever, do some chores or behave in a certain way first. <laughs> it, I do agree. Basically, what I'm saying is I do agree with certain elements of this article. What I don't agree with is how it was put across. Um, so at one point, I think I've, I've got a quote here. Um, it said, it's time all of us woke up to the opioid. So it's now comparing it to a drug as well. Uh possibility of gaming before teenage screen addictions become another global pandemic so they're actually saying that you know screens and gaming could become a global pandemic which is just complete nonsense <laughs> this article is so stupid because it's not the screen it's the content on the screen yeah like it's not the it's not the ipad the baby craves it's the the peppa pig because it's so engaging and it's like flashing colors and interesting like noises and stuff it's not the screen the screen is not the issue no the screen itself is uh, at a certain age the screen itself is not the issue it's what they're seeing on the screen yeah so it's, just I, like, it's the same as tiktok like you, it's like blaming your iphone for getting addicted to tiktok it's yeah. not the phone's fault it's tiktok's ability to trick the brain into like releasing dopamine on a reg like over and over again flipping through funny videos so the rough the rough way i think it should work this is only obviously only rough is introduce screens at a starter level in school <laughs> so that so the they XDR can our baby car so coming they can, at you no, episode no, one this is actually quite a good topic it is is very related around it's, tech for, uh, for those at a young age or those who are parents we're not in the tech cars we're on the game cars right now i know but it's to do with gaming with tech uh, all right this is your news article <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna get three star reviews sad face anyway what i meant is introduce screens at school then once they're you know going through secondary school then maybe towards the end of secondary school get them into social media uh, or halfway through secondary school i don't think they should be on social media anything before secondary school at the very latest and then once they're out of secondary school you know have at it do do what they want they should be allowed to you know once they're 17 18 19 they should be allowed to obviously do whatever the hell they want on their on their screens but I, I do think that social media is the big one that should be a bit restricted. This has obviously gone a bit away from gaming, but it was in the article, so kind of had to mention it. But I just I just thought it worth mentioning because it is a quite a controversial big topic. It is very controversial. Yeah. I think the article talking about how games are bad is nonsense. It's one, one of the biggest industries in the world. Yeah. Two, uh, it probably does help people through... A million different things. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's good for education. Um, I know Minecraft and um, educational Roblox is used all the time to engage kids. And you're you're going to use Roblox at any given moment now. Aren't no, you? You, but every like, time you can, you're going to Roblox. I love Roblox. I did a bit so. of research and like these tools kids want to play with. And if you can incorporate education into that, they're really engaged with it. No, you are right. So like, I just think this article is dumb, but yeah, your point on restricting kids access to screens i don't really know what side of the fence i sit on a hundred percent i'm leaning towards well as long as you can train your child that moderation is important along with giving them the ipad that's ga fine ga gaming i'm not too but bothered about like let's so from a young age i had like an original game boy from i don't know when i was i was less than 10 years old when i got the original game boy and that was great like my mum could give that to me whenever Wait, she wanted to whoa, give it to me but so you're saying that other kids can't have what you had but it, no i'm on about phones and ipads where it's linked to the internet yeah but you can just lock it to 
Peppa Pig or whatever. <laughs> it's true. But the the biggest concern for me isn't the gaming side of it. It's the it's the social media side. That get kids getting into social media too young is a very dangerous thing in my eyes. I think it uh, social media is fine at a young age, provided it comes along with education about how manipulative social media is. It's not necessarily the I, social media itself. It's it's the people on there, the toxic people who the bullies who, especially at a young age, like the amount of people who get very toxic messages from their schoolmates. Well, not mates, I, I suppose, but I, people I at school they go to school with. I think just education. I think kids are in, are pretty smart, and I think if you can teach them that people on the internet suck and you need to not pay attention to it, is a good life lesson, mm. rather than just hiding it until they turn sixteen and then realize that people are on the internet are nasty like i think it's just a good learning exercise but what do i know what do you know what do i know <laughs> um but yeah I, I thought that's quite a uh, interesting news article but um moving on what have you got for us so yesterday there was a call of duty in-game event for call of duty vanguard the next call of duty for this year which is releasing november 5th mm-hmm. um you had to jump into Warzone, shoot a train uh, in a 32 uh, one team based event then at the end of that there was like a huge there was a trailer and then in Verdansk which is Warzone in Call of Duty there was like a million Luftwaffe uh, bombers came over the skies and bombed you uh, and you had to try and get to a checkpoint of course it was scripted that you would die and you could not make it and then um, I believe there was another trailer or something but uh, so Call of Duty Vanguard is a Call of Duty set in World War II. Uh, there was a cool trailer that went with it, actually. And it's covering a few different areas of the war, different countries, different stories. Stories from actual people in the war. Oh, that's interesting. An example from that is, um, I can't remember her name, but she's a Russian sniper. and She had 300 confirmed kills. Wow. I think she's the best female sniper ever. Um, but she's got a campaign and there's some others as well so it's a kind of a cool Call of Duty they also announced along with that Warzone is getting an update a completely new map which I know a lot of people are excited about but one thing people are more excited about is there's going to be a new anti-cheat system with this update so Hallelujah. I don't know if you've played much of it George but it is just a mess right now I wouldn't recommend I've, I've play not Warzone played it right but now. I've heard it's you really especially if you're a good player and you end up you know not playing with toddlers uh you just end up in cheat like people that are using cheats and stuff and the amount of streamers <laughs> i went down a rabbit hole yesterday watching highlight clips of streamers accidentally showing their hacks on stream yeah and then their chats blowing up or them just being like oh no <laughs> oh no 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 i just showed all the cheats i'm using <laughs> uh it's kind of ridiculous and um yeah i just on honestly it's just got so out of hand that the fact that a huge marketing bullet point on the new call of duty is new anti-cheat that so, it's bad that that has to be a feature. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah. So they know that most people's reaction to this new release is going to be, well, I'm not playing that because there's always cheaters. It's just like that's kind of the narrative right now. So they've got it as a bullet point in the new Warzone, um, Call of Duty Vanguard. Yeah, it releases November fifth, early access if you pre-order. Yada yada yada. Can't come soon um, enough. 
yeah, are you what what's your feeling of Call of Duty these days, George? Um I feel they're very much of the same like once you've played any of them they're kind of, you know, all the same now. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit like football games for me like for the past few years like you buy a football game 5 years ago it's essentially the same game just with different characters and slightly upgraded graphics as but you're still paying another 50 quid for it. Like it's it's the same similar kind of feel for me where you're running around with a gun in a Call of Duty game shooting people. There's mm-hmm. the, Yes, they introduced some new weapons, some new mechanics, some new maps, but it's, it's, Does the it World doesn't draw War II me in. interest you at, two, at well, all? World War Two would probably draw me in a little bit more, um, mostly because do you remember the Medal of Honor game where you actually do the beach landing? Yep, that was one of the best like gaming memories I have of doing that level it was just insane. Um, obviously, nowadays it's you know the graphics are really bad on it, but for back then it was ins- it was absolutely insane. And if they can do something similar and give it the same kind of feel from World War Two, which hopefully they can, then I'd be a bit more interested. So may- maybe, maybe Vanguard will be what I jump back into. I'll definitely check out the new Warzone and the new map. But in terms of, I, to be fair, actually, the fact that there's new camp a new campaign, I'm actually for the first time in a long time more interested in the campaign than I am the normal multiplayer. That is a first. So so for me, I'm like interested in the campaign and I'm interested in Warzone, which is getting updated. So um, yeah, that's coming out November 5th. Uh, seems pretty cool. Nice. Um, I've got some news which you'll enjoy. Go on then. 2042 news. <gasps> <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up this week because every person that I speak to about the podcast is like, oh, do you mean the Battlefield 2042 podcast? <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah it's, it's only it's only a relatively minor bit of news but i thought for you I'd, I'd put it in so Wonderful. data miners have uh revealed a game mode uh within 2042 which was already known about by name um hazard zone I, that's it yeah hazard zone which apparently is going to be very tarkov-esque Knew it. <laughs> so it's going to be it. uh go into an, an arena collect <sighs> like certain achievements certain objectives and then try and get out again um it's also similar to the hunt um which is also very like that which we did a yep. bit of a bit of gaming we played on as well that, didn't we we did which is a good game um but yeah it's so it's there's going to be like a very dedicated game mode which is not battle royale but has certain elements from that um which yeah i just thought would be worth mentioning i am very excited for Battlefield 2042. We know. And we, we know so much that this has apparently been nicknamed the 2042 podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think also, just to add to that news, there was, I can't, I don't have a source or a quote, direct quote, but I believe there's going to be Battlefield 2042 news at the Digital Gamescom, which is at the end of August. Mm-hmm. Um, so we may get a gameplay trailer and also some more news about Hazard Zone. So nice. That's stay good. tuned f- for next week when we talk about it even more. Nice. Uh, next news story: Fortnite imposters. Oh, I haven't heard. Is, I, no, I haven't heard of this. So it's quite ironic. It's called imposters because it is literally a 3D identical game of Among Us. Uh, you go on a ship, there's nine people, two people are said imposters, and the other people have to run around doing jobs 
until they either die or they find someone dead. And, and then this, they is, call this is actually made by Fortnite, by Epic. Yep. Wow. This is a game mode called Imposters. Okay. So and, that, uh, um, and are they being sued? <laughs> no. But uh, the Among Us developers were like, oh, it's sad that they didn't like include us in the game mode. Like, you know, make a nod to us or add a skin with Among Us or something just to... Yeah, it's sad it's that they like, felt they just basically had to like completely remove themselves, remove like the Among Us from it, and like try. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, know what you're saying. Have, they should have just nodded and been like, "Yeah, this is a, this is Among Us." But so yeah, it's a whole game mode. I haven't played it, but I watched a couple of streamers play it, and it is literally a 3D Among Us. Um, Does it look good which, though? Does it look fun? It just looks like Among Us. Have you played Among Us, George? I haven't, but I've watched plenty of videos. Yeah, so it is literally that, just in 3D Fortnite view. And basically, if someone calls a meeting, you go into a area, um, like a meeting room in and you 3D, have to, like discuss and, you, and, who and you voice chat is. is turned on. Yeah, yeah. but there's a, there's a few twists, so you can get disguises and stuff, um, which is kind of interesting. Like everyone will jo- suddenly turn into a peely. <laughs> or oh the banana skin and things like that so there's like good timing stuff because i suppose after a while everyone knows what kind of skin you're wearing yeah um if you're playing in a group so it's not random every time so yeah there's some interesting things about it but yeah it's just very shameless and just we've stolen your game concept and put it into our massive conglomerate company yeah it's, it just seems like why couldn't they have said Thank you, Among Us, for the idea. It's a really good idea. We're going to improve on it, but we couldn't have done it without you, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, or just, like, bought the studio. (laughs) (laughs) Which they probably could have. They definitely could have done that. Oh, yeah, easily. It's a small studio. So, um, and I don't believe Among Us... You know what? I'm going to Google this right now because I have that luxury. Um, How Among Us is doing on the internet in terms of trends mm, okay uh so let's see among us okay yeah so its peak was in uh october 2020 and now it's kind of flattened out to be honest so like it's not if i go past five years yeah <laughs> so obviously it went insane in popularity in august of 2020 and it just exploded and then since october of that year it's kind of gradually been going down and now it's kind of like leveled out mm. so uh it's kind of interesting oh, one of the search terms related is roblox in, uh, among us okay um so they've probably people have probably made similar things in roblox as well but um yeah, it's obviously not a game that's going to last forever, but at the same time, it's kind of terrible that Epic Games didn't give a nod and give credit where it was due. Yeah, absolutely. It's very, it's very blatant. Yeah, I mean, even like the meeting thing is like exactly what the Among Us is. Yeah. Do you have to go yeah. around performing like tasks and missions? Yeah. So it's, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's exactly, exactly the same. same. That's, yep. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> I mean, I'd, I might give it a go. It sounds kind of interesting, especially as a 3D version, but I, I kind of almost don't want to because of how cheeky it is. Yeah, exactly. And I, I feel like the 3D takes away from the top-down 
Because the top down is very restrictive. You can't see where people are. Whereas in 3D, you can see down a corridor, you know? Yeah. You can see people a lot further away. So, I don't know. I kind of like the OG experience. And I'm kind of annoyed that they didn't at least nod to them and put a skin in the shop and 50% of the proceeds goes to the developer or something like that, you know? Like, yeah. They could have done something. But anyway, I guess most people don't care and they just play it. So. <laughs> uh, next news story... Cyberpunk got updated again, and this is a quote I've put in here. Do I even care anymore? <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, this was one of my news stories, and to be honest, I didn't even want to read it. Uh, I'm not even sure what's in the update. I just know it. I don't yeah, care. I just know I don't care anymore. Yeah. Uh, so you're in that boat because you you finished it, right? Uh, I got very close to finishing it. I can't believe you didn't finish it. No, I didn't. And I, I could hop back in and finish it. I probably only got like an hour, another hour or two of it to finish. Like that's so strange that you didn't finish the last I just, hour. I just lost all like motivation Interest. for it. Yeah. Do you know what? It, it's a very linear feeling environment within the game. The driving feels awful. Um, the driving does not feel good. There's no like way to explore the upper levels of the city. Like you'd think. It's a massive city with huge skyscrapers. Why can't I like get a jetpack or a plane or like a hover bike or something like? Why can't I fly around and have a look at the top level of the city? Yeah. Um, there's a huge like desert outside the city. You could like fly around it and do stuff in as well. There's no um, customization. You can't like go just go to a shop and buy a vehicle and then go to another place and customize it and like make it your own. You ha- like there's very limited options for vehicles you can buy. And it just it just lost all interest to me, really. Yeah. It would actually be really cool if there was, like, a mission where you were flying around. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Can you like, imagine that? That'd be kind of fun. The closest you get is uh, a particular mission where you're, like, running around the top of the city in a, an, in a mission-only environment um, mm. where you have to, like, take out a load of snipers and then you end up getting onto, like, a floating barge. And that is the closest you get. Um, right. And then there's another one. I think you have to shoot. You shoot down a, a flying thing and then ambush it. Again, you're not the one flying, but you interact with something flying. Um, mm. Which is yeah, it's just really frustrating that like it's such a. It is a really good map. Why can't I explore it to its fullest? That's why yeah. it's very flat feeling. Like one like one that, level. You know feeling. where that game lost me, George? Where is um, where I was. <laughs> this was not long after I found the roller coaster in that game, which is what is my most popular cyberpunk video. <laughs> uh, no surprise. Uh, and I was like wondering, I kind of learned that you can just go wherever. Like, yeah. It doesn't really matter. Like you can just travel. It's not like the old GTAs. You can just kind of go wherever you want straight away. So I was like roaming around and I stumbled upon um, a compound out in the desert with high level enemies and I spent probably the best part of an hour reloading and trying to successfully defeat this completely high-level area. I finally did it. I was like, nice. Like, I completely destroyed this area that was I was not meant to do yet. There must be some really awesome loot at the end of this challenge. No, sorry, not a high enough level to open this box. Yeah. I was just like, what's the point? What is the point? I've spent an hour doing something that was completely pointless. And the game, like, either should have just let me have the damn thing I managed to 
like get to even even or, if you couldn't equip it because you weren't high enough level at least you had it for when you were a high enough level yeah right. and also like why didn't well that would have still annoyed me a little bit but why not just say don't there's no point going here because you're gonna get literally nothing for your time yeah all it all it did was rob me of doing it later on yeah so i i at that point i was like this is an open world game where you can't play the open world the story is glitchy i'm not interested in the main character he's boring and and done so hmm. i went did you, you i'm assuming you chose a male uh main character then I did, yeah. Yeah, I went for a female main, female main character, and it did seem to improve the feel of the story um, because there was a bit more like interaction, I suppose, that natural interaction between the main character and the other like male characters around you and stuff. It just yeah. it just seemed to flow a bit better with a female main character. But um, yeah, I, I don't know how it would feel with the main one. I ne- I never tried it. It was just very bland. Like and it's not that's not the voice actor's fault. It just it was written very, like it just very neutral character had no personality, and I just found it. I thought the intro was weird as well. Like how the game starts just felt a bit of nothing. What? Because there's three different intros you can obviously choose from. Which one did you choose? I went for the Nomad, which I think is the one you might have done. The start in the desert. Yeah, yeah. I like that intro it's not too bad it just, it just I, didn't I, seem to explain much I, I felt a bit lost as to what like what's going on what am i doing like why am i here <laughs> yeah um it yeah. did feel a bit like just, you just flung into it without any explanation mm. so it keeps getting updated because the game released completely broken um how it is probably it. now is probably similar to what it should have been on release <sighs> i'd imagine i, I haven't know. i haven't played there, it to there was like that, but... they said there was like 500 updates to the game but like all all them like them saying the game's got 500 updates is just reminding me of how broken and insulting it was that they released that game in that state yeah like if it needed 500 updates they should have never released it they should have just (laughs) said they should have just said the game's not ready for another two years we're sorry sorry. we're sorry but we promise Rather it'll be worth than, it when all, it's out. All they did was they just little nudges like, oh, just a couple more months, guys. Just a couple more months, guys. Just a couple more months, guys. They should have just come out and said, look, it's coming out 2025 and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Fine. And put Terrible. some flying stuff in it. <laughs> Talking about games that last forever, Sci- uh, not Cyberpunk, Skyrim, The Elder Scrolls Ooh, 5. Yeah. Uh, Been a long time releasing- since I played that. Is releasing a new version, George. A new version of Skyrim. A 10-year anniversary edition. Okay. So this is coming out on next gen. It comes with 500 unique pieces of Creation Club content. That's community-based DLC. Uh, Quests, dungeons, bosses, spells. And they've also added Bethesda. That is not a mod. Fishing. So it's been updated. So that, and <laughs> if I, that I'm not paying for a new game to go fishing. <laughs> I I might buy a new version of Skyrim to go fishing. <laughs> um, so if I do buy this new version, this will be, and I'll I'll tell you the versions of Skyrim I've got. Hint: it's more than two. Uh, <laughs> How Xbox many are there? Well, I bought these ones: Xbox 360, PS4, PC. PlayStation VR, the Switch version, Xbox One X version, and now the 
anniversary next gen edition. Have you already so bought would, it? Have you already pre ordered it? So that would be six. It's not out. Uh, it comes out. Oh, damn. I didn't make note of when it comes out. Hang on. I will double. I will look for you now, George. <laughs> I'm thing is, I'm one of these people that once I've played a game once, there has to be a very, very significant update to the game to make me want to buy another version of it. Like, it, it has to almost be an entirely new game. It comes out on the 11th of November. Right. I just I just don't understand the need or the want of people to go like, oh, I've played this game before, but now they're releasing like a slightly updated version of it where the experience would be 5% different. Okay, well, um, what if I told you, George, that there's a free next-generation console upgrade for the PC version, Xbox One version, Xbox Series X and S version, the PS4 version, and the PS5 version. So if you've, so already, if you've, if you've already got a copy, you can upgrade for free? Yep. Okay, that's a that's a bit different. However, will I have to start from scratch? No, I imagine you can just pick it up where you left off. Okay, that's not okay. If that is the case, and it's literally just like a DLC essentially that you're mm-hmm. getting, then that's that's yep. different. That's better. I, I could hop into that. Not yep. that I actually own Skyrim right now. <laughs> I really want, but I probably last had it on 360, um, and I've not played it since. So that will actually be seven copies of Skyrim I've got. Or six. That's oh, that's so ridiculous, Ollie. <laughs> like, how much money have you spent on Skyrim? I don't know. Uh, it, okay, so let's do a poll. Uh, my favourite version was the PlayStation VR. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> this PlayStation VR version was really cool to do the first like you know when you first come out of the cave yeah. after the initial intro, yeah, and you walk down the hill towards is it Redwood? Oh, I don't know. Um, the first village I can't remember it begins with R uh, Riverwood that's what it's called um, and doing that in VR was pretty cool because you get the scale of things but I did not play the full game because it made me feel ill that's the only issue with most VR games is how ill they make you feel and me yeah. it's, like I get so ill like I remember you plugged me into No Man's Sky VR and I literally couldn't keep it on for more than 30 seconds yeah, because I was but like, you know what that is? That's that's like vehicles and moving. But yeah. they, but the PlayStation VR version, in fairness, does have my preferred motion thing, which is you point the thing and then you teleport to where the pointer is. Yeah. So you're not actually physically moving in the game unless you're moving in the VR space. Does that, that not make sense. like combat feel really weird because you can't like dodge? Yeah, and, and also you can't do it like because stamina is a thing in this game. So you can't keep teleporting for that reason. And also, um, <laughs> if you're swinging your arm loads, it takes stamina. And then when you run out of stamina, if I remember correctly, it will just stop doing anything. As in, like, it, your your hand will go invisible. Because huh. you've, you've run out of stamina really in the game. Strange. Well, I don't know how else, because otherwise it would be kind of broken, wouldn't it? You could just go up to an enemy and just kind of, blah, like, Wii Remote style yeah, attack a skeleton true, or something. True. So... I, I have very fond memories of Skyrim and so many tales. Like, the story of when I first got infected as a vampire, and I was like... Oh, I went, <laughs> the, we- I went the werewolf route. No, but I stumbled upon a cave with vampires in, and I just got infected. <laughs> Fair enough. And, and then I remember, like, doing it one day, and then kind of, like, going into a town, and then people, like, started to, like, attack me, and I reloaded the game. I was like, that was weird. Maybe I accidentally hit someone with a sword or something. And then... Like, I had all these powers. I didn't know where they came from. And I remember talking to a friend and being like, yeah, it's really weird. My game's weird right now. And he was like, you know, you're a vampire, right? I'm like, I'm a vampire? (laughs) 
it was like, yeah, you have to like get rid of it. Otherwise you're going to like, it's going to get worse. I'm like, how many days have I got until I turn into a full on vampire? He's like, well, you have three days from when you get infected. I'm like, oh my God, I've had two days. So that was, uh, that was a good, that was a good thing. So I like Skyrim and I'm glad they're kind of doing an anniversary edition, but it's been out for 10 years and it makes me feel old. I really want like a completely, I want like a Skyrim 2. I want a game that's like the same. <laughs> then let me introduce you to Elder Scrolls 6 coming out in 2025. Well, I just hope that whatever they release to replace Skyrim is as good and like imp- improved upon, but has the same feel. Like a bigger map, better graphics, but the same feel to it. You know what my thing is about Elder Scrolls 6? I'm so confident about it because Microsoft will look at what happened with Skyrim but like guys all we gotta do is make a game and it will last for 10 years and we can just keep releasing it (laughs) yeah (laughs) we can release it on 20 different platforms over and over again let people buy it on their fridge and as long as it plays well it doesn't matter like I I tried Elder Scrolls Online and it just it flopped I got like apparently I I got like two hours into it I got uh, I don't know like six seven months ago oh wow okay Man, that's risky, George. Why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> but yeah, I, I tried it, and I thought, you know what? After after I got through it off the main island, I was like a bit like, you know what? I'm I'm not even bothered about carrying that on. That really surprises me. Yeah, I I got it because I wanted I wanted to find a game to like get into and like sucked into. Yeah, yeah I wanted to get sucked into it, but I just didn't. Mm, strange. It's been a long time since I found a game I can get sucked into. Maybe you could play Skyrim again. <laughs> maybe i just i think i just have to wait for elder scrolls 6 oh, be waiting a long time. i think there might be another dr- is it dragonborn um they're releasing uh a new game called oh, i completely forgot the name of it now it's a space themed one what's it called let's have a look there's the um space game because <laughs> i can't remember the name <laughs> starfield that's the one so that's coming out. Wow, that's actually coming out the 11th of November, 2022. Okay, so that's fairly soon. But that's a Skyrim-like in space. So you might get into that. I don't think... The game I'm on about is not called Dragonborn. Uh, Dragon Age, maybe? Yeah, that's a different developer. Oh, yeah, I know it's a different developer, but it had a, like, it had a similar feel to it um, in terms of, like, MMO It just had style. dragons, you mean? Yeah, it had dragons. <laughs> I just I know I felt really disappointed about like the sequels to the first one because uh, it mm. it really changed the feel of the game. So I'm hoping that I think there's a new one going to be coming out soon. Um, mm. So yeah, that'd be really interesting. Um, but yeah, I I don't think I'll pick up the anniversary edition of Skyrim. Mm. Okay. But good luck to anyone who does, and I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. So that uh, unless you've got anything else, George. Uh, just one small thing on Split Game. Cool. Yeah, so just a little news that Splitgate is going to stay in open beta indefinitely at the moment. So there's no, there's now no planned uh, date for it to release to version 1.0. So that they, makes sense because I believe on console, if you're not a full-on uh, game release, it doesn't cost you any money to update it. Whereas if you are a full released game like 1.0, you have to pay to release updates. Yeah. So essentially what they're doing is because of the massive surge in interest in the game, they're now struggling with server capacity. So what they didn't want to do is release the full game and then really struggle with servers. So they're basically saying, look, we're going to 
increase our server capacity, keep doing updates to it, make it as stable a game as possible so that when it is released as a full game, it's like it's, it's properly ready for it, which makes sense. And I appreciate that. But it's, it's not going to affect anyone who's playing the game right now. You're still going to be able to play the game the same way that you are now. Um, you may still have a few issues trying to get into servers. It might take a little bit longer to get into games and stuff. But uh, nothing nothing drastic, I don't think. Right. Cool. Yep. Um, that's And that's all the news I've got. Yeah. All right. So uh, you've been listening to the XTR Gamecast, a gaming podcast that is every Thursday. If you want to find us on your favorite podcasting app, uh, you've probably already done that, but we appreciate it. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave a review. And if you want to support us, make sure you check out the Patreon. Yep, where you can find the Ramblecast. And obviously, you can also search for the Techcast as well. But the Ramblecast, Patreon only. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Bye.